And this is just a mixtape. Well, it's a little more than that. Damn. It's more like a message. More like a change for the better. And this is just a mixtape. Uh-huh. We are back. Uh, dedication week. By yeah. now, y'all know what it is. We on uh, third day, so dedication three today. Little Wayne, dedication three. I brought a homie, uh, Nico for show. Please introduce yourself. Hey, y'all, Nico for show. Hopefully, you're getting a little more acquainted with me by this point. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll throw in my plugs at the end of it to keep this intro short. All right. Find Nico for show on SoundCloud. All right, y'all. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, uh, let's get into this uh, background check. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who I think I am. The guy, Lil Wayne. Okay. D3 dropped in 2008. Mm-hmm. Not the financial monster that D2 was, but despite that, uh, and despite being available on uh, that pit for free download and just online for, three down- for free download, this uh, mixtape somehow... So 70,000 copies And uh, it peaked on the Billboard charts Nico for show Take another guess Uh, What do you think it peaked at on the Billboard charts? It couldn't have been higher than the other ones It was lower than D2 And D2 uh, was 69 Say 102 Ooh, close Uh, 111 Ooh So there it is Uh, This mixtape dropped right after Carter 3 So Wayne is on top of the pop world Yeah Uh, Man, Wayne has never been bigger At this point the world had two famous Carter rappers, yep. and uh, this is the one time Lil Wayne was in the league. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, how are you feeling about Lil Wayne, Dedication 3, just any thoughts before uh, this project dropped, during this project dropped, or right now? Man, I think at this point, when it happened, I can't lie, I was a little burned out. You were burned out by D3. I was, yeah, I was burned out. And Carter 3, it was too poppy for me. Word, I feel that. So when the whole world was on, Nico for sure was getting off. Yeah, (laughs) I've been on for a while, so I I was on my way off. Yeah, I was kind of like Nico. I was was still on for D, uh, for uh, Carter 3. I was still feeling that mixtape, I mean that album. But by uh, Dedication 3, things were falling apart quickly for me. Yeah. Like, man, when I when I got into this Dedication 3, it kind of shook me. Like, I was like, before, I was like, man, Wayne and this stream of consciousness is so beautiful. Now I'll be like, man, Wayne, auto-tune, uh, the shit he be saying is dumb as fuck. Like, <laughs> had him yeah, so uh, this Dedication 3, uh, I would say when this dropped, kind of... Shook me as a Wayne fan. Like this was kind of where there was a fork in the road, fork in the and world. Dedication Three went one way, and Dedication Two went another way. Yeah, and so uh, that's what this mixtape kind of represents to me. Let's get into our highlight record. We got twenty three songs. Mm-hmm. Bow down and kneel to greatness. Nico for show. Hop into your highlight record. Highlight record is going to be track number, where is it? Four. And that is <laughs> Deep Pleaser. Uh, that's what I'll call it. Yeah. Now, uh, you can funny, funny enough, uh, I'll say it. Thingy Pleaser. <laughs> kind of silly, but uh, let me say this. There is 23 songs on this mixtape, and... 
That is also my highlight record. Yeah. It, that's kind of foreshadows, like, kind of our feelings and thoughts about this mixtape. But uh, while we're on the positive side, Nico, for sure, go ahead, uh, talk about Thingy Pleaser, what you liked about it. Uh, he just, it, it was like an embodiment of, of two short, freaky tales. Shout out to Shop. Mm hmm. I'm going there. The Phillies, nigga, I'll let you boy. I got a bitch named Keisha, she a real dick pleaser. But shout out from Cube, still working on a visa. A girlfriend. Word. That's yeah. exactly how I felt about it, too. Yeah. It was like Too Short introduced me to Blowjob Betty. Mm-hmm. And like, Luda introduced me to so many hoes in different area codes. Right. And Wayne on this record kind of followed in their footsteps and introduced me to all the lovely ladies in Little Wayne's life. <laughs> I met Keisha. She's a real dick pleaser. Yeah. I met Anita. Uh, she swallows cum by the leader. Yeah. I met Quita. Fun fact about Quita, <laughs> she way sexier than Anita. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Wayne hit us with all like the rapper staples on this record. Uh, he keeps the Christmas tree lit. I mean, he keeps the tree lit like Christmas. He got uh, more hoes than Queen Latifah. People want to kick it like FIFA. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like that line always stuck out. Um, this record has Jay Mills on it. He introduced us to more lovely ladies. And so um, hop into this track for like some old fashioned bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this record right now, I would say this. I don't know if this record could come out in 2018 because yeah, this shit is kind of mad disrespectful. Yeah. How you how you feel about that? This record for 2018, you think a, a rapper could get away with like dropping this one and being a hit? I mean, I want to say no because in this social climate, but at the same time, I mean, we have all these uh, sexual assault rappers who are still blowing up. So who knows? It might even just be bigger now than it was back then. <laughs> <laughs> You had a couple 21, 21, 21. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because uh, actually, uh, I was just reviewing uh, Migos Culture 2 not too long ago. And I would say my favorite song on Culture 2 was Bad Bitches Only. Bad Bitches Only. Bad Bitches Only. So, yeah, uh, we still out here degraded women in hip hop. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. So, um, any last thoughts on that on uh, thingy pleaser before we move on? Both our highlight records, funny yeah. enough. Since it is the only highlight, I should highlight. He held up that first rhyme for a good like sixteen bars at Eda Eda Eda. Yeah, Ida. and that's hard. Like that's yeah. a hard little rhyme scheme to play off of. So I appreciate that too, bro. Let's hop over to the general side of this podcast. Special cloth alert. Big bezel alert. Pinky ring. It's special cloth. Look at the fabric somewhere. Just like we've learned the last two episodes, Wayne mixtapes are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. He takes your favorite rapper beats, flip it, makes his own. Nico for show. What beats were worth jacking? Oh, man. To tell you the truth, man. I can't even really feel any of these beats just because he he sounded so bored over him, man. Yeah, yeah. He sounded. Was, there was a lot of brick shots on this uh, yeah. on this uh, mixtape. Wayne could build a home with all the bricks he uh, kind of threw out there on this uh, on this mixtape. You gotta give him credit because I mean he had nothing else to conquer by this point. Yeah, he's on top of the world. This is his victory run, and sometimes victory runs are a little pretentious. Yeah, and like that's kind of how this mixtape felt. Very pretentious. Yeah, he just I mean he took the game by storm. He succeeded at becoming the best rapper alive, and it was, it was just MJ after three rings. He should have went in. 
Play baseball? Played baseball. <laughs> I guess that was his rock. His yeah. rock, scene his rock the album baseball. was the baseball. That's Wait, funny. He just never came back like Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, All right. With that being said, Nico Fischel, just tag along the couple things I'm going to say. Again, take what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to be talking positively about, like, a lot of these songs that I'm about to bring up because I want to be positive about this mixtape. I know there's people out here that love it. So I want to make sure I talk about a couple positive things for the people that feel like Carter uh, Drought 3 is one of their favorites. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to hop into track number seven, Bang Bang. Shooting till my motherfucking hand fall off. Your track stars, a gunshot ran y'all off. I pop like a soda, watch a can fall off. That wasn't a bad one. Yeah, the beat comes from Soldier Boy. I'm not the first, and I won't be the last to say it, but these Soldier Boy beats are garbage. <laughs> and, and ten years later, still garbage. <laughs> That's why. Um, that's why I said this record was a welcome surprise for me, man. Cause Wayne low key killed this beat. <laughs> Cause uh, Wayne's just floating over this instrumental. You can even say he's popping like a soda. <laughs> that's a bar off the record. That's that's the kind of level Wayne is hitting us with, with on this, this mixtape. Yeah. Just so simple. Uh, but what I think really helps Wayne is his pace on this song. Uh, the instrumental kind of dictates where Wayne could kind of go with his flow. The beat is so noisy that it forces Wayne to kind of ride the instrumental. So even though he's not rapping anything crazy, this what this uh, record will give you, track number seven, Bang Bang, it's just kind of like that energy and that confident flow that I felt you was getting from Wayne from uh, Dedication 1. This is kind of like a, a light version of that little Wayne to me. Mm-hmm. You agree with that or no? Yeah, I agree with that. You you gotta excuse my extreme. Uh, yeah, it's it's clear. Nico for show ain't fucking with dedication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was just it was so much built up. I mean, yeah, this was kind of like the tail end of it. I I can't get over the disappointment that I felt when this came out. <laughs> I will hop into track eight, the other side. Um, the beat from the other side is from Dunk Riders. Do you know who that is, Nico for show? Dunk Riders. No. Okay. I Nico knows all the rappers more times than not. Yeah. I don't know who they are, so I just do it your way. So, question mark. But B comes from Dunk Riders. And the beat to me is just hard. Uh, it features uh, La Darkman, Jay Mills, Gutta Gutta. And they were all solid. They were okay. And Wayne gives us an auto-tune-free verse. And for that, rec- for that fact alone... Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Give it up. Yeah. No on this record from Wayne oh my god what kind of difference it makes uh, Wayne he gives us a tongue in cheek Wayne uh, he's funny on his this verse uh, one of my favorite bars he says probably one of the more funnier better bars on this project where he says uh, these bitches walking around acting like J-Lo man I remember when these bitches were like hey ho hey ho how you doing <laughs> <laughs> and so there from Wayne. Uh, Wayne's confidence is showing. And I think Wayne's so confident on this record that he's not using the auto-tune. And now I'm kind of correlating these two. For me, Wayne drops one of his better verses, no auto-tune. The rest of this shit is kind of garbage. Yeah. Whole lot of auto-tune. Whole so lot. like for me, as soon as I hear auto-tune Wayne, I think 
I don't hear confident Wayne. Yeah. I hear Wayne that needs a crutch. He's not really uh, confident in the bars he's saying, so he wants to distract you with like something audible. Like you yeah. know, it's like his voice sounds different. He's hoping that his voice distracts you from these subpar hashtag popping like a bottle, uh, <laughs> popping like a soda uh, bars. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can only go off the top for so long, which is why I wrote notes for this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So dedications are f- full of features. I kind of ran out of positive things to talk about just with Wayne alone. So I want to hop into some features. Maybe we could find something interesting to talk about because uh, yeah. whew, this mixtape is it's kind of hard to do that. But I want to go into track 20, uh, Stunting. And I want to bring this track up because it features a young Drake. And it's funny listening to uh, a verse from him because he, Drake legit sounds like the little brother trying to impress Wayne. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys were following these episodes, we talked about uh, how we could hear currency. And then currency kind of has like that touch of Wayne because he's trying to, you know, model himself around Wayne. They break up. Currency goes do his own thing. We get Currency filled in with who else? Another light-skinned man? The Canadian guy? Might be G-O-D? <laughs> if you're handing out a million dollars, Drake, please do it in the Bay next time. And, uh, I'll try to be around. And uh, <laughs> But uh, we get a young Drake, man, and he kind of, um, in the same mode of Currency, kind of early in, in his career, you could hear him borrowing from everything that... Uh, that Wayne laid out there. And yeah. So anything you got to say about like that dynamic? Yeah, he's definitely piggybacking on it. Um, but he was still good. Yeah, he yeah. was still good. Yeah, at, at this, I was going to say, at this point, Drake sounds like the little brother trying to impress Wayne, who's the older brother. But funny enough, Wayne sounds like the washed up older brother yeah. at this point. And yeah. like, he's messing around with the auto tune, trying to stay young with them young boys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like little Wayne got old fast. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this, this record to me is kind of like the introduction of, uh, early Drake where I heard Drake and I said, Drake is borrowing from Wayne. And then I'll hear Wayne and I'll say, Wayne is borrowing from the trash can. Right. Because <laughs> that shit was garbage. And then, um, but yeah, this is the start of when Drake and Wayne will be on songs together. Right. And, right. and this is still around Carter three time. So Wayne is still the biggest rapper in the world. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember Drake when he hopped on songs with Wayne, being like, "Every time I hear Drake and Wayne on the song together, Drake got the better verse." Yeah, and then uh, kind of was the beginning of the end for Wayne for me. Yeah. And uh, another track I want to bring up is track number eighteen. I got that gangster. Um, it, it's a beat from Snoop Dogg. Uh, the West Coast sound it's just g-funk yeah, yeah. It, just by the title i got that gangster shit kind of explains what this song is you right. know the hook is fire i'm on i'm on i'm on that gangster shit i got that gangster shit and uh this song i would say is one of the better songs on the project and funny enough this song does not have a little Wayne verse. Right. So that kind of shows you where Wayne is on the, like this point of the mixtape where this beat 
It's so like West Coast iconic. It's like hard gangster. But Wayne at this point is so popping. Yeah. Like uh like a pop star licking the lollipops, you know, yeah. uh, that he can't even rap on this beat. Right. This is mixtape. Where is he? Yeah. Willie the Kid's on this song. Uh, a lot of Dark Man is on this song. They both deliver uh, strong verses. The the hook, the verse, their tone of their voice all kind of complement each other to a point where I think if you add in this little Wayne who's on Dedication 3 with the auto-tune, he's kind of more high-pitched. Mm-hmm. It just kind of ruins the tone of the song. And like it's kind of funny that Wayne on Dedication 3... There's a song that he's not on, and I think it's because he literally can't do it at this state he's in in his career. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, man, that track stands out for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, definitely. And uh, is there just any general thoughts you want to bring up before we move on to the negative side, Nico? Or are you just kind of holding on till we get to the negative side? I'll, yeah, I'll get to the negative. It's <laughs> <laughs> be that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to. I'm going through the uh, track list right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 23 songs. I'm trying to find something else positive to say about this um, about this project, and I, I, I'm struggling to do it. I would say that one thing that kind of stands out a little bit is that. I would say Wayne is still delivering funny skits on this project, like the do's and don'ts of Young Money, where he's kind of like laughing about what you got to do. Don't get your money with Lil Wayne, then think you're going to go do your own thing. And he's kind of like clowning all these rappers, i.e. Currency. I think he's kind of stabbing that. And a couple other rappers that were on Versus got some money, left, and couldn't really do nothing. They're in purgatory pretty much for a little bit. Yeah. I think it's funny to hear Wayne talk about that. And uh, I thought the skits, he was still showing a little bit of personality that he was showing earlier on in the mixtapes. Yeah. And uh, I think that's about it for the positive positive things I can say about this project. Nico, for sure, let's click over to the dislikes. All right. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all. Nobody. So... It's very simple. All right, man. Nico, for sure, let me know what you is not fucking with on this project. Is there one in particular song? Or are you just going to go general and be like, fuck everything? I'm just I'm going to go general just because I've been doing that for this whole series with the dedications. Okay. Uh, all the songs kind of blur together, which is why I'm doing that. What I would say about this one, what it was missing that the other two had before it, is even though they were... He had flashes of greatness that were just undeniable on the first two. And those flashes of greatness made up for any weakness that those first two mixtapes had. And when it came to this one, it was just they were too few and far between to make up for the weaknesses of the... According to Nico, for sure, it's not there. (laughs) Like like those those, those high moments that you speak of, they are not only not far in between... They're not there. Yeah. Like they're thingy pleasers. That's that's about it. And honestly, that's about it. Yeah. So th- there's nowhere to go. You, you <laughs> might get a line or something in one of those mediocre songs, but you don't even listen to it long enough to get to the good line. Yeah. There's so much trash to go through on this project that the little bit of stuff that you get in return is not worth your hands smelling like trash. Yeah. You know? It's, it's yeah. not worth the dig. I say this mixtape is just. So much filler and uninteresting records on it. Uh, 
Track 22, Put On. Track 17, Get Busy. Track 9, My Wheezy. Track 2, Dedication 3. Track 5, A9. And man, A9 has a bar from Lil Wayne where I felt like it's a true low point of the mixtape. He says, just so you know, I don't eat pizza. I eat pussy. (laughs) And I said, oh my God. Wayne has went full Wayne and it is not okay. Like this is just, this is full character. Wayne on Dedication 3 is Stephen A. Smith on first take right now. Like, full-on character he's taking it too far he needs to scale it back and uh it's just out of control outside of the filler i would say this mixtape has a lot of moments that i just flat out don't care for uh track 15 the whatever you like flip i love that song from ti just a fun record i could listen to my lady in the car you know what i'm saying yeah but the flip by wayne was just awful um auto-tune rapping slash singing from wayne is always a fail track 12 no matter what featured nikki nikki minaj uh, early nikki minaj at that and i would say her auto-tune singing might have been worse than Wayne's auto-tune singing. <laughs> Poor Nikki. She was singing over her own her own damn hook, and she legit sounded like a horse dying. Definitely not a good look for her. Definitely not a good look for her. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure Safari didn't co-sign that one. Yeah. And uh, I would say, hands down, the worst track on the mixtape was track 11. She's a writer. Uh, the record's a flip of Who's Hotter Than Me from Plies. The record is Wayne at his worst. Auto-tune singing was just repetitive. It was Wayne literally throughout the whole song saying, She's a rider. She's a rider. She's a rider. It's like, okay, Wayne. She's a rider. She's a rider. She's a rider. She's a rider. Okay. And then, um, like I said earlier, I think on this project, uh, Wayne leans so heavy on the Carter, I mean, on the auto tunes on this project because he doesn't have much to say. Now, I think She's a Writer is a perfect example of that. Is he doesn't have much to say on the song, mm-hmm. so he's just saying She's a Writer, but like he's not just saying it repetitively, like he's saying it different ways. So, what I think Wayne is trying to give us is like just different sounds of his voice, mm-hmm. but. Sure, you could give us different sounds, but if what you're saying is bullshit and if the sound is terrible, yeah, I'm not here for that. Yeah, dedication three. There was a lot to dislike. Uh, there wasn't very much to like, and I think it just struggles from just so much filler. There's just a lot of nothing going on for yeah. so long on this uh, project. It and was his first wrong move because for a moment he can do it. Yeah, he couldn't miss. He couldn't miss. It felt like Wayne was going like just like was the greatest half court shooter of, or uh, maybe not half court shooter. Wayne to me was kind of like the greatest dunker of all time. Yeah. And on this uh, on this mixtape, it's kind of like the decline of his athleticism. Yeah. It's just like you saw a rapper get old. You know, like you yeah. know when your favorite athlete can't dunk the same, he start laying that ball up. You know, start yeah. getting blocked. He can't get to the rim like he used to. Yeah, that's what. Uh, Little Wayne is on this dedication three, and uh, let's close out. Let's get to our our, our uh, grade. 
I'm gonna just give this a mixtape a F for Wheezy F baby. Right. <laughs> it's just terrible, man. I, I I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said already on this podcast. There's nothing to take away from this project. There's a handful of okay moments, not even good moments, just okay moments. But you have to sit through so much auto-tune garbage, so much filler. I would never suggest anybody to sit through a full listen of this mixtape. Maybe a handful of songs if you you are just that big of a Lil Wayne fan. But uh, D3, for me, just there's nothing here. Yeah. What about you, Nico, for sure? Yeah, I give it an F. I'm sure anyone who's listening can tell. (laughs) As they used to say when you fucked up a blunt as a kid, no bars. (laughs) She was terrible. But I hope he, well, I mean, I think even if he hears this, he's got to hear us out on this because it was just a fucked up project. You know, doing some research for this project, I did some reading up on like the the mixtape series. Even himself says like, he didn't give a lot of effort to this project. In Carter Four, during the pre-roll of Carter Four, he talks about how he needs to give more effort to his music. He was kind of just feeling himself too much on Dedication Three. So it's not us being haters. Even Lil Wayne could realize that he could put out better work than yeah. this, and he, and he knows eventually it. did. It's yeah. not like this was it for him. Yeah, this one it was just like, and I think this one kind of got. It slid through the cracks because right after this, Drake and Nicki blew up. Yeah. So then he, he had them as a crutch. Yeah. So then we still he was still relevant, and then he came with no ceilings, and then that blew him. Yeah, back no up. ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No ceilings was a a breath of fresh air. I would say that. That's all our thoughts for uh, dedication three, uh, dedication four review be dropping tomorrow. Thank y'all for listening, uh, Nico for show. Give me that plug you promised me, player. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> www forward slash w two t p w check out me and my homie matt king's music some funky little slappers for you thank y'all for listening stay blessed